Thank you for picking up the sticks. This is episode 83, Sticks Gaming Podcast. I am Mike Kernat. To my right, Mike Steak Carnia. What's going on? To my left, Art, Mr. Monday Night Rosian. I, when are we going to get really drunk again and watch wrestling? Because it's been uh, really... <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, just that new format we've been teasing is it's not just, video games at all. Just we are just going to get drunk and watch video games off to the side so we don't get copyright, <laughs> copyright struck changed. on this thing. So. <laughs> we'll tell people what we're watching on, now. on yeah. WWE Network and they can start at the same time yeah. and watch along. All right, 94 Royal, Royal Rumble. Let's, let's, do let's do it. Let's do it. Well, again, thank you for picking up the sticks. Uh, so we're t- starting a new format today. So we got a really good show. We got a bunch of stuff. We're gonna break some stuff out. We got all kinds of new and exciting things we're gonna try. Um, not news though, because there is no news, because not really nothing happened since <laughs> last time at the E3 wrap up. So that's usually how it is for the next week, right? Show but or it, two after exactly. But it's been a month since we shared what you're playing, so yeah. I think we got plenty to talk about there. So steak, speak for yourself. God, <clears throat> steak, what you playing? <laughs> okay, so um, first of all, uh, a couple of older games. Uh, my Final Fantasy VII playthrough again, still going strong. About 14 and a half hours in, I am approaching the pivotal scene. Ah. I know it's coming. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I finished uh, Fist of the North Star. Uh, it took me about 28 hours total. Um, and it was fantastic. The final chapter was batshit crazy. What I fully expected of something like that. And stuff I didn't see coming. And it was like, wow. That was like, I couldn't believe it for like the final chapter too. I was like, because the whole time I was just like, okay, this is, I kind of know where this is going. And then it's like, okay, it's getting kind of crazy. And then the final chapter is nuts. So that was, that was really awesome. So I highly recommend anyone gets a chance to check that out. Uh, so then when I finished, I got Yakuza Kiwami 2 just sitting there that I haven't played yet. So pop that in about nine hours into that now in chapter five, I believe. Um, so making progress. Five of. Five of, I think, what did I see? I think it was 17. Chapters, I okay. think, or so. Yeah, good chunk out of the way. Yeah, oh yeah, but I like flew. Like I was not doing a whole bunch of the side stuff. So, yeah, like, I flew th- from chapter because I, when I first started up, I was at the beginning of chapter two. I flew from through two, three, and four like pretty quickly actually, and then I started doing some of the side stuff in five. Gotcha. So it slowed me down a little bit. Um, but then, but but I've held. But now that is on the back burner um, due to judgment being that came out today. Um, Very yakuza e of you here. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. I love this studio so much. Uh, but so far, so far, so good. I just started today, very. So I'm not really ready to talk in depth with it. But it's cool because like right away at the beginning, it's like, yes, this is the city you all know and love. But here's how it's like. Com- here's like how this game is going to be completely different from the yakuza games. It's a part of the series. But it's not Yakuza, so which is really cool. Because it's like investigation. Yes. So have you gotten, like, gotten a chance oh, yeah. to right do away, one of those right yet? Away. Right away. So what yeah, does that look like? Much. Yeah. So it's basically, um, so basically, you go into first person mode, and okay. then um, so you can't move, but then you have like this like magnifying glass cursor that you can move around, and there's things you can focus on, and then you can examine after you oh, focus it's, on it. It's Phoenix Wright. I was gonna say. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Is it 3D yes. or is it like a flat plane? No, it's 3D. Yeah, you're so like, it's like Batman. World. It's like uh. The, uh the prequel game, Arkham Origins. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, which is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Um, and then, uh, and then, so there's, so what I have discovered though too, I believe there, there. So there's things you have to do. Okay. In order to progress, but then there's other things you can examine as like bonus stuff. Because like the one thing I did, there's like a cat that wouldn't shut up. So I looked on it. I yeah, focused tell me on about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I examined it, and it was like, oh, stray cat. So I got an extra little bonus like oh, okay. uh, experience points. Oh, for cool. That. Um, so I have a feeling that throughout the game, so it rewards really, you to really like reward you going to really, nooks and crannies, yeah, and everything. really investigating these sites and stuff like that. Um, nice. So yeah, so it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be pretty neat. The, the game, uh, the fighting mechanics is uh, similar, but 
also different. They, it's a lot more uh, movement involved now. So they're being kind of stiffer. There's two different fighting styles, but now you can also run up walls and like jump kick off of them and stuff. All right. And do crazy, more crazy stuff. So, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, so I'm looking forward to really diving into that. Um, uh, taking a quick quick little trip down, you know, Stakes VR corner. <laughs> uh, so I picked up uh, Shadow Point. For the Oculus Quest, Shadow um, so this is like a, it's like a kind of like a, it's like basically like a puzzle type game, kind of like Mist. Think Mist. Okay. Um, You're Pat- speaking to me. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> Patrick Stewart is the narrator. You're <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, so basically, you find different objects and to solve the puzzles and stuff. Like you have to manip- you have to like hold objects in a certain way with with a light. You'll see like a pattern like on the wall, and you have to hold it up in a certain way. And like like distance wise and stuff, and in a certain like way to to match that shape. To okay. Un- to, to keep progressing. And that's stuff. pretty cool. So that's hence shadow point. You're mi- you're matching the shadows and stuff like that. Um, so pretty cool so far. I only played a, the first area, and it was really neat. Um, we need something to replace the toys. That's yeah, true. there we go. Don't <laughs> move. Yeah, <laughs> stay there the whole time. Um, so then I picked up uh, a game on, that came out on the Switch. I believe it came out on PS4 last year, but it came out on the Switch uh, earlier this month called Time Spinner. It's a yeah. Metroidvania yeah, yeah, game. Yeah. Um, awesome. Very cool. It's it's 16-bit, basically, and it's just it's awesome. I highly recommend it. It was like 20 bucks. I think it was super cheap. Um, and speaking of which, I got the I got the Bloodstained Ritual of the Night in for the Nintendo Switch. I was going to say, which one did you get? I didn't know which yeah, one you I got. I ended up getting the Switch version, um, which is... Not a good choice. Um, <laughs> this version looks bad. Um, like, I mean, there's plenty of games out there that don't look bad, like on the Switch. This Especially looks that bad. kind of game. Yeah, I was going to say. And that's the thing, because, I mean, like, graphical heavy games look way better. Yeah, like, right. Mortal Kombat 11. I mean, I understand they got big teams and stuff like that, but <laughs> just wants to be part Can't of it. Can't hear my bubble. Just wants to be loved. Have you seen my face? <laughs> yeah, it was right here. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, so Switch version is pretty rough, but the gameplay itself, like the actual game itself is aw- it's Castlevania. So uh, is gameplay so smooth? Is just like graphically just not great no, or is it just like nothing there's, works? There's frame rate issues <laughs> okay. and stuff too. There's a lot of issues with this. And right. now they, they did send out a, like a, a Kickstarter update, like, hey, we're acknowledging the Switch version. It's not up to your standards. We just pulled everyone on our team to start focusing on this, and we're going to start releasing. Go to, go, go to this Kickstarter page to get to the next tier to get yeah, the working yeah, yeah. version of the this patch. Is the next tier? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're going to. I guess they're going to be. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be releasing shorter, like smaller patches to keep. So every time they fix something, send it out instead of doing one okay. giant patch to kind of keep it going, like constant updates. So I guess they they pulled all hands on deck to fix the Switch hmm. version. Um, but the game itself is, it's Castlevania. I mean, it's, it's the old school Castlevanias. It's really well done. I mean, besides the fact of these issues on the Switch version, um, this is what we wanted. This is exactly what people wanted Good. out of this. So a Kickstarter that's actually technically successful. I mean, it it's not a, mining number nine. Right. It delivered a product <laughs> that you were expecting, yeah, which, exactly. is, which is good. And then once they fix the Switch version, we'll be all good. Um... Game, another game uh, that came out recently I jumped into, uh, Riverbond. Oh, yeah, yeah, So this is the uh, asymmetric, um, like, 3D dot heroes type puzzle, uh, not puzzle, uh, just hack and slash game. Um, it's, it's on Game Pass, so if you have Xbox Game Pass, it's available there. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's awesome. Like, I'm constantly unlocking skins. I say, like, is that the one that in the like trailer they Bastion, had, like, all the different Guacamelee, characters? Yeah, okay. yep, yep, I've unlocked both of those. Um 
but yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and it's it's uh it, it's it's really well done. Mm. It's it's really cool. Like the different weapons you get are hilarious. Uh, one of them's a giant, just a giant hand. You're just smacking the enemies <laughs> around. Um, but uh, no, it's got eight levels, and each level so far, I've completed the first three. The first one took me like 35 minutes, and then the other two took me about 25 minutes each. Okay. So I mean, it's a there's a lot of content there. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Nice. I recommend checking it out. And finally, I picked up uh, Crash Team Racing. Oh, um, God, this game is so hard. That's the, been the so overall hard. like tone of yes. people talking about that game. It's like, oh, this is much either. Is it harder than we remember, yeah, or I is think it so? I, I think it is because like so. So the, are we all the, older and bad at we're like worse yeah, at games yeah, now? Or? Uh, that's always that's always my theory too. <laughs> but um, but but the um. So the power slide mechanic, you know, is, is, is it, 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 there's a slight learning curve with that because we haven't done that in a while. So you do have to learn. It's not like it's not as simple as Mario Kart in terms of drifting and then yeah, right. going rocking back and forth to get the boost. It's way more involved in that than that. Uh, you actually have to pay attention to your meter and stuff. Um, but um, so, but once you get that down, and you're like, okay, all right, cool, I got this down. I feel a lot better. You know, you're winning some races. You're doing pretty good. And then all of a sudden. You know, you play these in the adventure mode. You go against these bosses. If if you thought rubber banding was bad in um, in like any of the Mario Karts, yeah. this is insane. <laughs> like this is insane. Like out of nowhere, like you could be you could be ahead of them, and then out of nowhere, here they come. Just fly. if you didn't do like a power slide in that last turn, they just go flying past <laughs> you again. And like they're they are frustrating. Like like. I th- and I think to the point to we're not like in a good way, like not in a way where it's like, oh my god, I can't believe I messed that up. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. That's my fault. It's to the point where it's like, okay, this is really annoying. Like this is super frustrating because the, they're cheating basically. So how it feels like, um, and also too though, even like when you're doing regular races, like when you get hit by a missile, you're you're dead in your tracks. And like anytime you get hit by an item or anything, you're yeah. dead in your tracks. You could easily go from second to eighth in a matter of like getting hit with like one or two items in a row. And a lot of times, most of the times, if you get hit by it with one item, guess what? Another one's not that far behind, uh, which is super frustrating. Yeah, it's not fun. But then again, but but you shoot something at at the enemy in front of you, and they flop with you, oh. and they're still ahead of you when they recover. It's super annoying like it's like there's something wrong with the mechanics there like they need to work on that like hmm. like it's just and i'm playing on medium so i'm like i'm not even playing on hard yeah like I, i'm I, I mean you know I, i'm sure easy is like not that doesn't exist at all but like so playing on medium it's like okay like yeah you do the power slides because you got to get some speed get in front of everybody and stuff but um i feel feel i feel i still feel like it's not it, this it's, it's something's wrong the rubber banding is just not mm. good um but uh, but the game looks fantastic the courses look amazing and everything else they've done a fantastic job with this game so hopefully who knows maybe in a patch or something because it seems like a lot of people are complaining about this like they might just say too bad get better right. or they might actually do something about it so we'll see what happens all right that's it yeah art which playing um okay so some older games are playing that actually when i had Get your guys' thoughts on some things. Okay. So, um, no surprise, more Rainbow Six. So, they've had some issues recently with uh, people finding glitches with some of the, the operators in the game. Okay. So, they've started just like straight up taking those operators out of the game until they can fix it. Hmm. Now, my issue with that is some people like paid money to buy credits to unlock yeah. those operators. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad they're addressing the issues rather than just letting all hell break loose but i'm torn on it because people paid money for that 
Yeah, but also, you know, I also pay money to play a game where I'm not getting cheated when I'm playing it. So, like, if they yeah. can remove that from it, I mean, you're yeah. going to get them back eventually, I right. assume. Yeah, I think that's the plan is to figure out what's wrong and add them back in. But just it's one of those things like, like we're pulling them out. Uh, they'll be added back when we fix the thing. And there's like, but there's like no talk of like, oh, we're going to, you know, boost your XP or something for a weekend or something. Yeah. Maybe in the end when they put them back, they will do that. But well, they, they, I'm sure that if they're working on a solution, they want to have like the, you know, get right moment along with the same time too. Because you, yeah. you don't want to be like, we're going to give you double XP for a weekend. And then there's like yeah. two months later and they're still not back in. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe like the, the, I don't want to say the reward, but the I mean, the apology would will will match the was how long it's been out for once they actually get it back in there. Right. I mean, personally, for me, ultimately, it doesn't matter because I don't use either of those operators. Right. But just the you know the overall idea of someone paid money for those. Yeah. Right. Well, there's like 92 other ones to play with, right? Isn't that like? Uh, uh, I think they're at 44. <laughs> total now. So they're that's on the, so crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. Um, Another older game I've been play- I've been playing, which I actually I stopped playing. So I, I think I mentioned a few months ago I was playing that uh, out of the park baseball. Oh yeah, the yeah, baseball yeah. management mm-hmm. simulator, and they have the perfect team mode, which is basically you know microtransaction central. <laughs> um, if you want it to be, if not, yeah. you can play and earn points and buy cards and packs and everything. Um, so I bought this year's version, played it for a few months. But the whole reason I bought this year's version was they they said for the perfect team we're going to release a mobile app to do it. Okay. Which I'm like great for the, the crackhead in me that'll be perfect. <laughs> I'm the train running so they're tinkering my team. Yeah. And you know it's like the game came out in March so three months post launch still no mobile app. Really. Uh, and it's still uh, and I, I I tweeted I'm like hey what's going on with this mobile app? It's the whole reason I bought this year's game. Mm-hmm. And they're like oh you know we're we're working on it and I'm like. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are, but I'm I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So I just I uninstalled the game from my computers and I'm I'm done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just one of those things where you know promises were made and not delivered on, and I'm like, well, you know, I got better things to do with my time anyways. So. Yeah. Right. Plus, I'm not in school anymore, so I don't I'm not doing homework and managing a baseball team at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. I'm not managing a baseball team where I should be doing homework. <laughs> that sounds um, about right. But yeah, outside of that, uh, new game. Um, I bought uh, my friend, my friend Pedro, mm-hmm. which is it's kind of like a side-scrolling Hotline Miami, mm-hmm. but it's there's a whole lot more going on than Hotline Miami. And I, I I haven't played enough yet that I'm not sure if I like it or dislike it that there's more stuff in there. So it's like the basic mechanics are you use you use the right thumbstick to you know, move your reticle around and shoot in front of you or behind you. Yeah. Um, there's another stick. Uh, one of the shoulder buttons will lock on to one enemy so you can shoot in two directions at a time uh, multiple enemies um there's a dodge button so your guy will like spin around and dodge bullets as you're doing things um if you click on the right analog stick it goes into focus mode which basically slows everything down and all the cool crazy shit you've seen in all the preview videos of that that's basically what they were doing ah um so yeah i mean there's a it's like a side scrolling hotline miami but not quite. There's more going on there, and I haven't figured out if it's too much going on or what. I mean, the game's not grabbing me. It doesn't have that addictiveness like Hotline Miami had mm-hmm. for me, where it's like... But also, I, you know, I'm still in the first world or whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't died yet, so I don't know if it has that quick, like, you die, right. you're back in, you die, right. you're back in, you die, you're back yeah, in, yeah. you die, you're back in. Um, so I don't know if it has that part to it, but I don't know what's going on in the story. You got Talking Banana, a uh, guy wakes up somewhere, and you start shooting people. <laughs> Don't um, you know? 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'm going to play it some more because I paid for it. Yeah, right. Um, I'm Jury's out on that one. Have you seen that new, it's called Police Stories, I think it is? It looks exactly no. like Hotline Miami, but it... But you're you can work in tandem, so you can have two. You play as police, a policeman, yeah. and you're going into uh, you know different situations. And sometimes you gotta you know start firing. Sometimes you actually subdue them as well. Mm. And you gotta make those choices as, as you go. And I think it's co-op too. So keep an eye. I think it's called Police Stories. It's gonna. I know it's gonna come around on Switch for sure. Mm. I think it's on the kind of funny game showcase on E3 as well. Um. I'm surprised that that's gotten as good as reviews as it has because a lot of people were complaining about it not that long ago, like well, just like are like in a preview, like recent preview it, too. Even like some of the reviews I'm seeing, it's like they're pretty, they're kind of spread in the like six to eight and a half range. Yeah. Um, well, I'm saying for your fantasy, uh, it's like 83. Yeah. So you got like the bonus points, but then judgment took them away. So. Well, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> what? Not not judgment, but like your games that aren't being released. Yeah, it's just zeroing everything out. Excellent. Yeah, it's a game will not release. You got zero points for those. Considering right, my, considering right. one of my counter picks was based on the fact that a game wouldn't release, I thought if a game didn't release, you got like you lost like as many points as possible. Like you were penalized if a game didn't release. No, because you got you got you got no you got no games, you got no points removed from your score because I got zero points for every point I get. For mine, if you have, if you pick that, you get that. Yeah, you get that amount of points removed. So they basically, like you by putting that, that means that gives you a safe that there is zero points taken away from you. Then that's like the best. That's the best that's, case that's, situation. That's, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, obviously the best is if it's like a low score game, then you gain those extra points back. Right. I'm but pretty sure, pretty sure I asked about this one. The draft. There was like a penalty if, if your game didn't come out during the year and it was less than zero points. Whatever. Y'all had access to the FAQs. What? Y'all have access to the FAQs before we draft yeah, you were my FAQ. All I know is both of my games right now are going to suck. I've got 13 points, so. <laughs> um, that's all I got. That's all I got? All right. I got a few oldies. So, not a game, but I watched that Raising Kratos documentary. Mm. Very interesting. It, you know, it's about an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. It's completely free on YouTube. It's, cool. on, the, it's on the Sony uh, channel. Um, gives you a, a pretty... I mean, I don't know how that stuff actually looks, but it feels authentic, you know, in terms yeah. of like the the inner workings of, of AAA game development. Um, that was really neat. Everything that I mean, that's all there is to say about it. I would check it out. I mean, it, it got it made me want to go play God of War more than anything else, um, and not be in the in the game industry ever. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess, um, I guess I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um, I played all the way through Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, nice! Um, man, that game is great. Yeah. Like, no qualms, no, <laughs> no, you know, no caveats. That game is just flat out great. Um, mm -hmm. I love the, the the way that the skill tree works. I love like I kept, you know, I, they had those like really wide open areas yeah. that you were like that you can go back into and 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 find a ton of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, and like not just like like they had side missions, and those side missions will get you like. You know, actual tools that you would need to get collectibles later on, or mm -hmm. the next things. You, the side quest really um, it behooved you to actually go and do them because there was so much there to do. On top of just the five bajillion collectibles yeah. and things to do, whatever. <laughs> My only beef with the game is I was like, I got like, I was getting pretty far through. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna 100% this game. I'm doing. I got a bunch of stuff. I'm yeah. finding those maps. I'm getting everything. But if you miss one of the one of the, like the one of the relics in the very first section of the game, you can't go can't back. Go back. So I'm yep. like. Yep. Well, that's the end of that, yeah. I guess. I guess I'll just get to the end of the game yep. then. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I love the actual like tomb raiding of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of like every the tombs tomb, were amazing. Yeah, every tomb raider game is you know Lara saves saves the universe, which you know is whatever. But like my favorite parts are the smaller stuff when you're mm-hmm. doing you're finding the tombs and actually doing things like that mm-hmm. and and the puzzle mechanics on, on that. Dude, some of those are just so clever. Yeah, for it and looks it, so pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and and those are like one off things in the game. Like yeah. you don't see those mechanics again. You don't see those animations again. Mm-hmm. Like things like that. So I mean, they definitely put a lot of time into it, which you would hope in you know oh, a tomb yeah. raider game that the rating of tombs is a fun thing to do but they definitely nailed it um i love the bow and arrow oh yeah love 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 the bow and arrow <laughs> i usually can't stand yeah like i said horizon, saying, wait, horizon wait, you're the guy so you're the guy who didn't like horizon but the, bow and arrow, what are you saying? Oh, but yeah, the way it works and that something about that game though the way it works probably the explosive oh. arrows oh, that are just like it's it's you know horseshoes hand grenades and grenade arrows <laughs> like yeah. you gotta just get close yeah well i had a brief beef with the game as well when you get to near the end of the game you get to these enemies that aren't supposed to be able to be killed mm. and i'm killing them i'm like what the what mm. the was going like this is like the whole point of these bad guys <laughs> and like some of the lore and like the macguffin of the game is you're trying to find this thing that you know for immortality uh-huh. right and these soldiers are supposed to be immortal and i'm, I'm turning them into dust yeah. and then i found like <laughs> a scroll then i found like a turn too then i found a scroll that like explained it. Like oh. you kill them, they turn to dust. But then they like start to regenerate after a time. So like you can't, you oh, can, okay. you can burn them. You can do, you can kill them. You can burn them. Right. You can do whatever you want. But ultimately, they're gonna come back together and whatever. So gotcha. like, all right, cool. Turn to dust and then put that dust someplace they can't. It can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so completely off the beaten path. I've been scrolling through just like Game Pass and my backlog and just like I'm kind of having that moment. Like I don't know what I want to play because. I wanted to get into something for our next show, so I kind of want to hold off on on doing what I really want to do. I played all the way through PT for the first time. Mm. It's been sitting on my PlayStation since you're, it came oh, out. So you're you're nice. one of the few who has actually. I've, yeah, tra- I've transferred it from PlayStation <laughs> to a PlayStation nice. Pro. Yeah. So I was like, man, I get, one day I'm gonna do something stupid, or like I'm just not gonna have access to it mm. anymore. So let me let me actually play through it. And man, what a bummer that is because that game is so great. It is um, fantastic. And I thought they cut the Norman Reedus Silent Hills trailer off of it. No, nope, it's still nope. there. Yep. Um, but man, it, that pff, I, I mean, it's four years old at this point. Mm. I think so. I'm not gonna go too I'm far into it. Longer than that. But um, it's one of those. If you have access to it, like it's that's one of those things where if if you play, if you watch it on YouTube, it will not do it justice. For just how, like, I, mean, I really don't want to look around that corner. Like, wait, there's only one corner, and then it keeps going over and over and yep. over again. Um, oh, it's so good. It's so, it's so, so excellent. And I did it all by myself except for the very ending of the game. Like, how you actually yeah. get to that final yeah. trailer because it's yeah. like, I'm going to, well, I'm not, I don't know if I want to spoil it or not. It's like a five-year-old thing. It's been out forever. Okay. It's fine. So the way you actually get to the, because you can, you know, you can get basically almost all the way to that actual true ending. You had to find um, pieces of a picture. You, once you find all the pieces of a picture, you can actually access the ability to get to the, the true ending of the game. Right. And the way you do it is, like, in that you know, little hallway, that classic hallway, there's a, a digital clock on there that always reads, like, one minute before midnight. When you finally get everything done, midnight finally strikes, and then you can do a list of, uh, of operations. So you got to get a baby crying in your ear three times before a phone would ring. To say you've been chosen, and then you go out the door for the last time, and Silent Hills trailer starts. The way to make the baby cry the first time is you gotta walk ten steps in any direction. I could maybe do that in an accident. Yeah, right. Number two is when it strikes midnight, the haunting happens for the ghost in that hallway, and the ghost can be in one of three different places, and based on the way it's sounding, like if it's like a metallic sound, they're by the radio. If it's like a, if it's like a weird 
cringly sound. They're probably by the mirror and stuff like that. But if you go and actually look at the ghost, they'll rush at you. The sequence breaks. And you gotta do it again. So you gotta kind of get close to the ghost, and then you gotta have a microphone on, and you gotta talk to it. So you gotta say hello, hello, Lisa, Lisa. Like you gotta actually like, talk to it. Yeah. And the baby will cry for the second time, and then all of a sudden your control starts vibrating. And if you move while the control starts vibrating, it breaks the cycle. You gotta start all over again. But if you don't move, baby cries for the third time. You get the you get the 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 actual big old you know the call the big reveal. You nice. get the call and get the big reveal ending. So. Yeah, finished it. I actually got to put PT in my finish folder, which nice. was I felt again. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I just felt I need to do it before it's gone forever. Um, oh, Silent Hills could have been. And that's like the man. It was just like that was just the teaser for it. <sighs> Jesus Christ! And I you know they always said, and even Kojima said at some point that PT would not have actually been anything like the game at all, which is, is well, fine. Sure. Yeah, but like just like the just feel the of it, and, and yeah. just like how disturbing, like the. The, the voices were and like the radio call was and just the stuff in the environment that you had to interact with to get moving and yeah. th- like it was just like they, that's like the tone you're going for yeah. that would have been a thing yeah um yeah man I can't I can never remember watching that trailer for the first time it was like you know it's like Hideo Kojima yeah. Guillermo del Toro yeah. and then oh, he started yeah. walking away and he's panning around as Norman Reedus <laughs> like, ah! Silent Hills <laughs> ah! what is this oh well we will never know no I will yell it's my podcast and I'll yell if I want to no, I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of rolling around and playing random games, I played Void Bastards. Oh, I downloaded How was it. it. I haven't had a chance yet. So it's a it's a new game that went right to Game Pass right away. It is a procedurally generated rogue like light. I don't know how that works. <laughs> One of those two. Um, so the the story is actually super interesting. It's told like in a, like a 1970s 60s comic book style. Um, and it has that like kind of overlay too. It's like the cell shaded uh, look throughout the whole game. The whole idea is you are in a prisoner uh, transport unit that gets lost in the void, which is like a piece of space where there's just destroyed ships all over the place. And the AI wakes up, which is gonna be a theme of the games I've been playing. The AI wakes, wakes up, and the AI wants to get the heck out of there. So what they do is they start rehydrating the prisoners. Now the way they transport these prisoners is they dehydrate them and basically put them like in a the bag cubes. of chips and I, so it's like it's like, like dust so like you know like and i said it's a roguelike so like when you die you go back to the ship they open a new bag pour it in the rehydrator and you have a new guy so and each guy has um each guy has their own traits and skills and whatever like the very first guy i got uh he can do the accessing the terminals faster than usual, but he also had a smoker's cough. So if you were if you were in the area, you would some, you would just randomly cough and it alert people to your uh, to your area, stuff like that. Poor bullet, that guy. <laughs> Actually, I, I hit him for a while. But I had another guy who was like, um, every time I got every time I got um, hit, I would get merit, which is like the money in the game. So every time I would take damage, I would get money. But I, I was. A short person, so I was like, I was, I was like, odd job rolling around in there. So like, I couldn't like jump over things and whatever. So it was like, it's stuff like that. And like, watch out for jaws. And <laughs> and it's all done in a grid. Like, so you're moving, you're trying to get from, you know, you're moving through this grid, trying to get different pieces of the ship back together to get the the ship back in order. Um, but the first mission is you're trying to get an ID card, and you need to get like a dot matrix printer, a blank ID card. So you print over the blank ID card. You go to the computer to access the the terminal, and they 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 charge you with forgery. Like the AI does, and like, well, you know, we, we appreciate your help getting this you know, ship up and running, but we're gonna charge you for forgery hmm. now. So it's like, it, it's very, it's very funny. Like, you know, we we've taken sixteen days off of your off of your off of your sentence. However, we've added twenty for forgery. <laughs> so and it's 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 one of those things. Um, however, I 
again, I, rogue likes just are not for me. I'm already yeah. done, I'm already done with the game because yeah. it's like I've gotten to the point where I'm just like doing the same thing over and over That's again. That's a shame because the and art style seems so cool. Art style is cool. The way they put their ships together is cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I thought this one might, might be one that sticks with me because I am actually saving a lot of stuff yeah. because like once you you have two different things that you get. You have materials, which is things that go away, like bullets and and things like that that go away mm-hmm. every time you die, and you have other things that you're building on the ship that stay on the ship. Um, that'll help you progress further and further and further with your new people. But there's just like, it's almost like too random. Okay. Like, I feel like every single time I get close to where I need to go to, the pirates get me. And then if the pirates attach themselves to your ship, you're screwed. Okay. So I'm like, I, I'm not going to get to like this spot again just so the yeah. pirates get me. And just like, I'm just so I can start all over again and go back to the, you know, 12 ships away that I need to be. Yeah. I'm just, uh, um, I wanted to like the game. I just didn't. All right. Fair enough. Last but not least. So we are trying a new review-ish format. So I'm going to try to do our first review format with a game called Observation. So 29-10. So um, Observation. So critical points on Observation. It is a developed by No Code, same guys who did Stories Untold. I had you play that game, like the anthology. Oh, yeah. Uh, anthology. Yep. Um, um, text adventure type of a game. Yep, that was neat. Uh, it was developed by, oh, sorry, it was published by Devolver Digital. It's available on PS4 and PC, only for right now. Uh, MSRP is twenty four ninety nine. It takes about five and a half hours to beat, and I did play all the way to completion. Um, in a nutshell, uh, in observation, you play as the AI of a marooned international space station attempting to figure out what happened to the vessel and its crew. Uh, unique but slow gameplay wrapped up in a story that leaves more questions than answers results in an experience that left me feeling unsatisfied with the promising premise of observation. So those are the critical points of observation. So what do I, what do I mean by that? So you're just you're an AI. You play as Sam the AI, the satellite aug- augmented, whatever the hell that means. So you play as an AI, and you're trying, and you uh, awaken in this area, and you have one person that's still alive from this international space station. Her name is Emma, and you're trying to get a find out what happened, b keep her safe, and c just like try to get back home. Sure. Um, the way you play as an AI in this game is very interesting. Like you get, you go like into different, it's almost like sectioned off by different operations that the AI can do. Like I can look into cameras when I'm looking at cameras and I can, if I see something I can interact with, you're basically like doing like a Bluetooth sync with that thing. You type in a code, I can now sync with that. Where I could be opening doors, accessing a laptop so I can get audio logs. Um, um, accessing um, oxygen, airlocks, all kinds of stuff. So there's a lot that goes there, but the camera moves so slow. Like, come <laughs> on, AI guy, let's get to where we need to go. Um, so that was just like, oh, come on. And then, oh, cool, savior. I have a little drone, drone that I, I, I have now inhabited, 360 flying around and, and access all kinds of stuff. Really cool. Um, so that was all cool. Even like you, you would come across, um, like say you go into an area and camera to, cameras don't work. There's a button, I think it was R2, where you put an overlay over the screen, and I can have it move a mouse around, and then I can alert the crew to whatever it is. So, you know, like, you know, cameras in section two are offline. And then now the, now the job is to get, sec- now get the cameras up and running and see if I can find anybody. Um, I was on board for the first two hours of this game because they have a big reveal, like, where you're at. Because, again, the crew, where it happened to them. Yeah. AI goes dark. Emma blacks out and you wake up in a completely different area than you're supposed to be and like that was just like whoa this is kind of cool like how is that even possible um and then something else again and then another space station and distance shows up like how okay like how is that even possible hmm. 
when they get to the actual like part of the game that kind of starts explaining the story once you get through all the minutia of finding, scanning, connecting, unlocking, finding, scanning, unlocking, and just like over and over and over again. It's just like, eh, I, 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 the story didn't connect with me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma as a character was fine. I thought her like, you know, she's in space by herself far away. So, and I, I'm her only hope to get home. So that was my initial motivation. But as time goes on, it's just like, I just keep seeing the same thing over and over again. I keep doing the same kind of things over and over again. Even when they are introducing some other characters along the way, I'm like, ah. And then they have, like, the the hints of what the story really means. Like, I, that didn't motivate me either. Okay. Like, I, at that point, I, I was getting just, like, the four-hour marks. Like, I know I only got, like, an hour and a half left. I might as well finish it yeah. type of a deal. So, overall, I thought it was, it was a fine game. But I'm also finding that just, like, you know, we talked about Japanese action RPGs roguelikes and lights i think space just isn't for me like yeah. i got it's normal space stuff just I, it doesn't do much for me sure. and like any kind of like science fiction and, and mythology based in space just doesn't do anything for me because yeah. it, it forces them to have like one or two characters at most and if those characters aren't knocking out of the park i really don't care this game, I was really hoping that I, as an AI, I would have more things I can do. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm an advanced AI on an international space station that has traveled really far away. I figured I can do more things, and I can totally mess up if I want to. They'll be like, hey, where's our engineer? Because they have, like, a, a, a crew tracker. I can say anybody I want to. They're like, no, the engineer. No, the engineer. No, where's the engineer? <laughs> so, and, and I thought that maybe that would be... Kind of like a uh, the like the meta game of it, where I'm actually like a more sentient than just like a normal AI. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of going against what their my masters are telling me to do. Yeah. No, I'm just stupid. Because at the at the end of the at the, at the end of the story, like there's only one ending yeah. to it. You're so poorly coded AI. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I can run a whole space station though. So, but I can't, you know. But I, I'm dumb enough to not know my my six people crew name. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. like, that's one of those things. It didn't, it didn't quite jive with, I think, what they were going for. Sure. I, I, I'd rather have, have that been part of the storytelling of, like, what the AI ultimately is or became. It just didn't don't go that way. So mm. I'm just an idiot AI looking like, where the hell is this switch? Around? <laughs> I don't know where the switch is of the station that I'm attached to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it just kind of had a, had a – it just kind of missed a mark for me. So, um so yeah, so an observation I think is for people. If you're looking for this kind of a slow, kind of like heady game, that might be for you. But overall, I, I'd pass yeah. on it. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, steak. What's coming out next couple of weeks? All right, so I went backwards a little bit since we had E3, just to remind people of stuff that did came up that came out before. Um, so June 13th, uh, Cadence of Hyrule came oh, yeah. out for the Nintendo Switch. On uh, June 18th, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night came out for PS4, PC, and Xbox One. On uh, June 20th, my friend Pedro came out for PC and Switch. On uh, June 21st, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled came out for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. June 25th was the Bloodstained for Switch. Also on June 25th, Judgment for PS4. On uh, June 28th, Super Mario Maker 2 is coming out for the Nintendo Switch. And on July 2nd, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers for the PC and PS4. Nice. Do we have any new announcements in terms of like free games yet? Not yet. So oh, yeah, the, next one. the new ones are about to expire, so I figured there was no reason to Fair really enough. comment on those. I remember last um, time we talked about them. So, so yeah, we, we didn't talk about them at all because uh, because of the way it still lined up oh, last yeah, time. So Xbox, it, like earlier, it was like NHL 19, and that was really it for the month. Yeah. Uh, that was noteworthy. And then for PlayStation... Uh, handsome, the Borderlands Handsome Collection. 
And I can't remember what the other game was. Oh, yeah. Sonic Mania. Oh, yeah, Sonic Mania. Which, that's that's pretty great. Because yeah, I haven't had a chance to play it or buy it yet, so I... I was super excited for yeah, that. Yeah, for so sure. One of these days, I'll pop that on. It's like perfect timing for that, like new DLC for yeah. Borderlands Two and the 4K oh, yeah, pack. Yeah, is all exactly. Free, I think so. that was yeah, like on purpose. <laughs> right, for sure. Extra, extra. There is no news. Um, so this really is going to be a short episode. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> all depends on how, how much you guys talk about this next thing. So usually we do topic and things like that. I guess we're still kind of doing that, but both of you guys played Blood and Truth PSVR yes. exclusive. Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm going to hand it off to you, gentlemen, to give our uh, our new format review for Blood and Truth. All right. Do you want to do the critical points or do you want me to? Uh, do you have it written down? Yeah. Go for it. All right. So Blood and Truth, uh, the developer was uh, Sony London Studios. Uh, same people who've done the heist and mm-hmm. the getaway mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, publisher, Sony. Uh, it's uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, it's a PlayStation VR exclusive. Um, I played it for about five hours, same. and the same. That's how long it took me to beat it. Yeah. Um, and my one sentence review before we get into a death is: you are the action movie star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you are the action movie star. So is it? I mean, what's like the first five minutes look like? I mean, is I mean, is it like guns and in hands constantly? Insanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first five minutes starts off. You're uh, the character you are, uh, but he, you know, you find further in the game. He's ex-military. You start off in a military mission. You know, you're in the military. You're in the desert, and you're going through, and it's the tu- you know tutorial of how to, you know, here's how you holster a weapon, grab a weapon, reload, grab, grab ammo, reload, grab all that ammo. Stuff. Yep. You know, here's how you move from point to point. But you're going, and you're rescuing a. You know, fellow soldier, friend, whatever the guy is, and uh, you know, there's a, I think there's a car chase shooting part in yeah. there, and <laughs> yeah. then you, uh, it, it ends with you jumping in a helicopter and flying away. Mm-hmm. That is a hell of a tutorial. Uh yeah. And then it takes you from there. It takes you right into like the present time story where you spend the rest of the game. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that was yeah. You know, it was actually a really good like tutorial part and just kind of an introduction to Ryan as you as the character just to kind of be like, okay, so this is where this guy comes from. Great. Like, I, I understand. All right, cool. Yeah, I grab the ammo off my chest, stick it in my gun, and I'm reloaded and so, ready to go. So you have both of the move controllers, right? Yes. yes. So is it just kind of like... It's, yeah. it, it's literally, I, I, my, my gun's in my right hand. Yeah. Grab your chest, hold down the trigger to grab a clip, put it to the gun, let go, it goes in. Very yep. cool. Yep. And it's cool, too, because every gun's different, too. Oh, so, so you actually got so, to see it, kind of. Yeah, so you do see, so you see, like, because, like, so, um, so at one point I got a shotgun, so it held two shells. So when you pop it in, you when you took it off, I was holding two shotgun shells. So I put them in, and then I had to flick my wrist to close it to, to like, to you know, set it and everything. I just got goosebumps. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can flick your wrist. You you could also just. Go back to shooting and oh, did you all? Oh, I, I naturally, I'm like, oh, do I have to do this? I'm like, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done the same yeah. thing. I didn't think of that naturally, and okay. like towards the end of the game, like a tutorial message came on a loading screen. Like, if you're, you know, for the shotgun, you can flick up to reload faster. I'm like, well, where were you yeah. <laughs> three hours ago when I got the double barrel shotgun? <laughs> um, so yeah, so like in each gun, that's and that was like a really cool thing. Is each gun has its own way of of its um. Oh, yeah, the ammo going in, but then also to the own, the, its own way of working. Because, like, there's like a at one point later in the game, you can get a pump shotgun yeah. where you got this and you actually use both hands and you're pumping, shoot, pump, shoot. Like, it's 
And it, it, it's very difficult, I found. And, yeah. I found it very difficult. I mean, like, like once you get the rhythm down, it was it's cool. It's, fine. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. fine. But like that first time, you, you know, you shoot it and you're like, why? why what, you, what am oh, I doing? Shoot, okay. Oh. Why, I didn't move far enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, because that was like that later mission that we, that I, it was when I used it for the first mm-hmm. time. And I was, I died like five times. And that, like, like those are actually the only time I died was towards the end of the game. Me too. Like where I died quite a bit actually towards the end yep. of the game. <laughs> So is the only thing you do with your hands reload guns, or is it like other things you can no, do? No, um, a lot of things. There, so there's, you know, as you're going through, you'll find grenades stashed in place. You grab a grenade, you can pull the pin, throw it. Nice. Um, there's also like different types of locks you need to get into. So there's one you can lock pick. Um, sometimes you have to use a screwdriver to take off a cover on an electric panel. Um, uh, sometimes you have to put like a, you have to place um, like a I don't know, it's like a little spark, and then you and then you grab the lighter yeah, and you like light little, it and everything. Nice. Yeah. It's like a non-explosive explosive that yeah. kind of just like yeah. fries the circuit board yeah. or something. Um, and then there is the the, the uh, um, what's we're looking for? Break through the, the door, blow up the door. Oh, the breach charge. Breach. Yeah. Breach. So you. Can, I didn't play the game. Thank you. Breach charge. <laughs> That's just, you know, standard, standard. I've blown uh, things up in video games. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, but it was cool, though, because, like, you place it on the door, you you turn the pin to, to arm it, and then you pull it. And you step back. And then you step back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. Um, and speaking of explosions, that's a really cool thing, too. So anytime you shoot anything that explodes, you go into this, like, super, like this slow-mo. So, like, you'll see guys, like, start, like, when, as soon as you, you shoot, like, let's say you shoot a, um, a fire uh, fire hydrant. Fire guy, extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. Guy, like, you'll see him, like, <laughs> like, like and then, but then also, too, it slows down time. So, there's other enemies during that time. Everyone else kind of stops. So, that kind of gives you an advantage ah. to kind of help. So, it encourages yourself. you to, like, oh, yeah. try to do as much as possible to, like, create anarchy. That. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Um, and then throughout all the different levels, there are um, targets mm-hmm. that you could shoot. That's like a, they're called marksman targets. Um, after you get so many of those, you can unlock mods for your guns. Okay. Like a silencer, uh, some like a like a sight laser, uh, uh, a laser sight. You need like a ton of those for that one. Uh, I never got that one. Um, I did it, find a gun with one on it though, which yeah. is nice. Do you see like? If you have a sight or a scope, I mean, is it actually like a thing where you can like have uh, it? It is so helpful. So if you have a sniper rifle, like at first I was like this with it. And I'm like, you know, I'm holding it like this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, here's the retinal. But I'm like, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> I had that realization. What if I pull it closer to yeah. my eye? And I pulled the scope closer to my eye. And I was like, hold it. Like I found myself actually closing one eye. <laughs> the, the 3D was all wrong. But it was. I, was like, I never ended up using the sniper rifle. Because the, well, the first time I found it, like I was, I was doing that. But like I tried to adjust one way. It would go the complete other direction. Oh, okay. So I'm like, all right, no, done. Okay. Give me my submachine guns back. Yeah, oh, the submachine guns are the best weapon I, I, by far. <laughs> do you guys ever try to do something that didn't work? Like when you were like messing around or fiddling around or? There's quite a, I mean, there were quite a bit with the gun. Like the, some of the guns were just not good like to mm. use. Like there was a lot of times, like, like there was a mission, there's a mission later on where you don't, you, you're you stuck with like one or two guns for a while. And this is where I kept, the, the mission where I kept dying towards the end. Mm. And like you, all you have basically on you is a pistol. And then you either have this like, this, yeah, the sniper like type machine gun mm. or, or the pump shotgun. And I was struggling with the pump shotgun quite a bit. And I think I'm like, okay, I keep dying. This is driving me nuts because I just, I was having a hard time. Like it's like, I would, I would get it a couple times but then eventually, like, I'm like, what's going on? Why am I doing it? And it looks like and my character lost track, but I never let go. Mm. But it was, it did let go, like, in the game. Like, so, so I mean, 
as well as this game works, like tracking wise and stuff, there are plenty of hiccups in I'll terms say, of that. Though. My biggest complaint is this game. So most of the time, you can go through and you can kind of move at your pace, and then things you know, business will pick up for a few seconds where a couple of baddies run on the screen, you got to shoot them. And, but towards the end of the game, you start getting like kind of not waves that like you would see in a normal FPS, but like you start getting waves of enemies, and you're trying to sh- keep shooting and reload, and it really shows how poor PSVR is tracking in, mm. in that uh, type of scenario. Because yeah. uh, there was, towards the end of the game, there's a, like a car chase uh, mission, and I failed three or four times because the grab the clip button is the same as pull the trigger button. Oh. And I kept shooting <laughs> the fucking driver. Yep, me too. Me too. I did that three times in that mission. That drove me nuts. I'm like, no, I grabbed the jam ammo. Like, that's what I was doing. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, it, it was, like, towards the and end of the game, it starts getting really fast-paced and really, like, you just got to keep oh, it, moving. It, it's t- and that gets a little The hectic. tracking... It, it loses it really a little bit. Really fails there. Yeah, and, I, and, that's, and that's not... And I don't blame the game... No, I, for that. I mean, that's just the PS, the move the, controller technology. Because, because the, PSVR. the rest of the game, yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty solid the rest of the game yeah. until that part. Yeah, when, when it starts getting really hectic, and there's a ton of enemies and stuff. And also, so when you're using two guns, you don't have to like like put one away to to reload the other gun. Right. You still have both okay. in your hands. So you grab the so you go like this to grab the trigger and then go like this really quick. But again, like you said, sometimes it doesn't grab the ammo, sometimes it just shoots. And so it's like, so oh, when, what the hell? When your when your right hand's empty and you're trying to grab with your left hand as a submachine gun and your driver's to your right because you're in friggin' England. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your driver's dead. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Um, but that's a really cool thing So so for your pistols, you holster them at your at your hips. So you can always Click and put them back on your hips, and then you click. You put your hands down. Click again to pick them back okay. up. Um, and then your other weapons, your shotguns, machine guns, whatever, are over your shoulder. So you actually reach over your shoulder, trigger, and then you have it. Nice. And that was th- that was another area where the tracking screwed me because I can't oh. tell you the number of times I I just you know desk popped over my back <laughs> trying to put a, trying to put a gun away. <laughs> nice. So I mean, is this like in the upper echelon of PSVR games? Absolutely, I think it is personally because I mean, I think visually was great. I thought visually it was very, it was very well done. It's so like going into the game, you know, having done the was it the Heisen, the PSVR world, yeah. having done that, I was my thought was like, okay, this is this is gonna be like the game for PSVR. And if I'm looking at it like just as a game, not as like a VR experience. It didn't really live up to that for me. I, I thought the story was very predictable, like all the way across the board. Um, I thought it was to- I thought it was told well though. Like I, I agree with you that it was predictable, but I thought it, like they they did a decent job with it though. Like I mean, it kept me. I mean, it kept me interested. I, I wanted to keep going on. I wanted to keep moving along. Eh. I, yeah. I mean, I wanted to get to the end of the game because I knew it was like a five hour ish yeah, game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I like I didn't enjoy the gameplay because of the story, mm. but the story was I thought very very predictable. Sure. Um, it's like it, like Stake says. It's like you're you're in an action movie. Is basically what they're yeah. trying to do. Because um, some of these scenes are like absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I thought like oddly enough, I thought the best like the most fun parts of the game are basically where you're in like it turns into like an on rail shooter mode. Mm. Yes. Like, oh you, you, my god. Like you just keep moving and you're shooting at stuff as you're yes. jumping through stuff and swinging oh. through stuff and it's so epic. So like there's times when yeah you're just so yeah you're it, it's on it's automatically just running and yeah like you said and then there's and there's enemies everywhere so you're just turning everywhere shooting them and stuff and then like let's say you jump through a window or something and then you get that slow mo again like and you just and it's funny too because like as I'm doing that just naturally like I'm like I'm gonna 
I'm an action star. I'm pumping my arms, and you see my arms <laughs> going like this. Like, I'm going to do it. And so in the game, you see my arms going like this. It's hilarious. Nice. I mean, um, uh, and then there's, there is the climbing mechanic, yeah. too, sometimes. So you got to climb across pipes and, like, up and monkey down. Bars and stuff, like, and... Monkey bars. Monkey bars. Okay. I fell a few times. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my god! And when I fell, oh, I was gonna say like how I that felt feel? it because <laughs> it was high up for some of them. Yeah, and then <laughs> there's like some parts where you either like jump down from something or you'll slide down a rope. Those are the only times I really felt like the like motion sickness feeling. Mm. It wasn't even like motion sickness. It was, no. like, it was like a brief like yeah, stomach, a little, yeah. a little yeah. vertical. Yeah. Like, like oh my god! I'm like oh okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd say I can. You know, it's an upper echelon PSVR game. But I don't know like what the bar is for an upper echelon PSVR game. It's definitely the best one I've played, granted, but my experience mm. has been limited with PSVR. Is it more than Astrobot? That's hard to say because it's, it's, it's a lot different. The game style is, is really different. So that's, it's, so like, it's, like, it's like ranking the best PlayStation well, right, 1 exactly, games yeah, of all time. Exactly, like, yeah. It's going to so, be weird stuff. It, so, so that's what makes it really tough because like like because what Astrobot does so – like things that, that that does so well, like – that would never. I can't see like none of that would apply to like a first person shooter type thing. But the things that this does really well, like would it like you know like like I just I always think it's so cool. Like I said, like like this like the first time I reloaded the shotgun and yeah. I flicked the wrist to re- reload. I'm like this is so <laughs> cool. Like just doing different stuff like that. The, there's that there's one part in the game where you're kind of doing like this like slow walk, and like in my mind I'm like. I'm fucking John Wick right now, like, because <laughs> because something like a huge thing just happened and everything, and I just imagine my character like just walking like this, and I'm like, I'm John Wick right now, like this is like, like it made me excited, like it made me really excited, like I super super enjoyed this game myself. Nice, yeah. If you have a PSVR, I'd say you should probably check this one out. Yes, absolutely. Um, especially if you play especially if you play the uh, the heist on the Yeah, I mean VR that's world. you kind of have a good idea of what to expect. I mean, it does go a little bit more in depth than that. Um, yeah, it's, obviously, it, but, but it, it's still kind of big parts of the game are in a similar setting where you're sitting in a room and you're talking to someone and then it cuts away to a, you know, a mission or an action yeah. scene. Um Yeah, if you have a PSVR, I'd say definitely check it out. Um if you're unsure, you know, wait Wait for a price drop at some point because forty bucks is a forty bucks is a little steep for uh, a yeah, VR it's, game. It's well, you know, a five-hour game. It's yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're unsure, wait. You know, wait till it drops a little bit. Um, also, I mean, if you're unsure, you can find a way to check out PSVR Worlds because the the London heist in there is almost identical gameplay except. Yeah. And that you're stationary when you're shooting. Yes. And this you move around. So. Yeah. So so basically so different. So while while you're in the different levels, um, as you're You'll see different arrows show up. You just look at the arrow and hit the move button, and then and you move to that spot. So that's how you move. So you don't free walk or anything like okay. that. So it's more spot based. Like okay, because there. But then another thing that was actually really cool is, and it was, and they really didn't introduce it until later in the game, is there was times when you can complete a mission by there's two different paths you could take to mm. complete the mission. Mm. Which like I was like, oh, well that's kind of neat. Because I mean then then it's like okay, well next time I play this mission, I'll go the other way to see how to accomplish it the other way. And um, so I, th- I thought that was kind of a neat little thing. It kind of gives you a little incentive to, to replay it. And, like, you know, there's a bunch of collectibles, obviously. You find all you do, you, what you do is you just pick it up and a star appears. And yeah, so you know it's a And then in your home base, uh, it'll appear, there's a part where there's, like, two shelves and it'll appear on the shelves yeah. then, which is kind of neat. And one of the collectibles, it didn't trigger to me those those little uh, granite statues. Yeah, they're all the PSVR Worlds things. And didn't even, it's all the trophies and I'm like, 
oh, those are from Polynesia. I'm like, no wonder. I'm like, I'm like, why is there a shark? Like, there's this seems kind of <laughs> random and weird. I, was, I, I think I had the, the shark and the cigar, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shark cigar, and then I got one other one, but that was it. Like, yeah. like the collectibles are not easy to find either. So, like, uh, like I, I think that's the only thing. The good point too is like, there's actually pretty decent replay value, I think, here because like in a way, because like again, you have the different paths. If you want to go all the marksman targets, because some of them you can find by like by just stationary, like stationary looking around. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And then there's other times when you see it as you're moving, but then once you get to your spot. That's it's it. Gone. You, yeah. It's gone. You can't unless you replay it. You can't get it back. Mm. So there's those, and then there's all the collectibles. I mean, and then so I, there's there's reasons to replay. And I'm curious if there's two endings. No. No. Okay. Okay. I so mean, it doesn't it, matter no matter what you did there. It, the, 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 the ultimate ending is the same. Okay. There's, okay. Because because the because because the way it goes there's like I, the, could, uh, I could see potentially when two you endings. when you find when you reach the you know big bad guy at the end like there's you can change how. His portion plays out, but it all ends the same. Yeah. Okay, okay, good to know. Good to know because I, I was wondering about that because I had it. I did it one way and I was like, oh, I wonder if I should have done something. Yeah, else that's different. why I did it first too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I did it and I'm like, mm. <laughs> he probably had more to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's just and then and then I I think. We're, we're getting a sequel. Yeah, definitely. We're getting a sequel, which I... A sequel so, or, or some kind of DLC. Something, yeah. I, I am so ready for it. Because they basically... At the end of the game is you're talking to a guy about how the mission is going to proceed. Yeah. Gotcha. And that would be awesome. All right. So that is the PSVR exclusive Blood and Truth. And it is 53-43. Timestamps. So, that's a show. <laughs> that's what we got so I have I didn't tell you guys this yet so like I said we're not doing the my gift to you anymore we're doing more like assignment stuff that stuff that we want to do and play like that was your guys thing because you both you know were playing it already so let's actually do a review for it I purchased the beta for dreams oh okay and they had a I think it's called dream surfing or dream something like yeah. where you go you just like randomly go from thing to thing yeah I'm gonna go through do like an old school like live blog and just like keep track of a bunch of them I played like back to back to back to back to back and kind of come back and tell you what dreams is like cool right. I think so many people like it came out and some podcasts were like this is amazing yeah like, and Game Informer are going what is dreams yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean Game Informer gave it like a 9.5 review I don't know how the hell you review that thing that's neither here nor there right but I mean I'm not gonna get also, into the whole like don't know why reviewing a beta yeah 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 i'm, I'm not gonna get into the actual like nuts and bolts of creating something like maybe i will in the future but like sure. i just want to like kind of just see it's been out for a month or two at this point you want to answer the question what is dreams yeah. <laughs> so i want us to see what you know the like the month-long alpha test i guess and then this is the beta yeah. piece of it okay. so i want to see like what people have had three months of work on like what yeah. that stuff looks like and what you can do and just how batshit crazy and sometimes terrible is gonna be like i'm just <laughs> I'm, ex I'm excited to go down that rabbit hole and kind of share with you guys so that's, nice. gonna, that's gonna be the next uh the next uh, assignment that we're gonna be bringing back to you guys in a couple weeks did they did they add the vr support to that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, yeah. I, I haven't booted it up yet at all, okay, so I have no okay. idea what is on there or okay, not. But yeah, just, you, you can that's create, you can yeah, create right? the yeah. move controllers and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, so let me know before you're before we record next if you want to check that out. You can come here and check it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm still probably logged into yours. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still got your account on my <laughs> PS4. Yeah. Perfect. Just download it. <laughs> very very nice. All right. So that was episode 83, and we will see you next time, stickheads.